Hey everybody, welcome back to Pub Crew. Pub Crew. I can't hit high notes. Yeah, that's that was, cool. That was beautiful, by the way. I tried. I tried. That I was, was I was trying to harmonize. That was, that was really <laughs> nice. I like that. If you like that, please comment. Yeah. Well. <laughs> if you remember, like, comment, subscribe, smash that bell where you're at, and share the shit out of that, because, sample it. Take, cut me out, though. I wasn't. That's what you want yeah. right there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they call me I... the talent. I don't get it. <laughs> can't, can't relate. Anyways, so here we are, and I'm sure uh, by the time you're seeing this, uh, hopefully you've seen our last episodes yes. as far as what we've been talking about and our stream that we had, our first live stream with yeah. live taste testing from local breweries here, uh, and all that was during the uh, Save a Paso Breweries event, yeah. which... I had so much fun. Man. My stomach did busy. not... No, I'm definitely, we're we're, we're like at the leg of it. We're on the last leg of it. We're on the last day pretty much, right? Mm -hmm. And it's been days of this and I felt it this morning. I needed a few hours. Yeah, oh man, but it's it was been so much fun. Oh, it's been fun, but I've been, we've been busy. Supporting local people, seeing their face light up as they see our face light up with their beautiful beautiful beers right it's been, it's been a great weekend it's been a great experience i think we've learned a lot as a crew and you know mm-hmm. from all these other establishments that are around here doing what they can to support each other and the community as a whole which is great yeah so of course first of all before we do start this podcast we do want to thank blazing tree we want to yep. thank aurelia's we want to thank el paso brewing company and last but not least Old Sheepdog. Yes. Old Sheepdog Brewery, which, on that note, we actually have a fill of right here for this show. One we did not try on the live stream. Mm-hmm. We're trying to be on top of that, folks. Also, do you like how we're better at leaning into each other? Right. Like, isn't that cool? On that note, <laughs> we have a new setup, which I'm sure you've already seen. So it looks a little... We're a little more comfortable now, yeah, I feel. This yeah, is this is little, much more relaxed. I feel like this is like the, the bar of a pub. Yeah, right? I was like, this is... We got a nice setup here now. We're getting there, folks. Mm-hmm. We're building up, and I think we're, we're all getting somewhere. Yes. I like that. But we're gonna get to the real stuff. Like we said, old sheepdog, and this is the growler that's part of the Sable Paso Breweries event. Yes, this we is showed the one. it off on the live stream. But you know, we just want to let you know how cool it is. And if you do get one, they do plan on having future events with this specific growler. Yep. So you know, it's a gift that keeps on giving. And on that note, they also said. Uh, from what I, when I talked to some of the owners, that they do have these until they run out. Yeah. Which that could... I, I don't know where we're at. I think some of the establishments have run out, but yeah. there's a few, and I don't know. I'm not going to say it and be wrong. Still had yeah. a few. So they might have them going into the week. Maybe it's the last few that Maybe they got. Maybe by last, the time this releases... They'll be, the, they'll be sold out. Yeah, but... They were selling. I, yeah. They were selling because we went back to a few of these places to do a few more recordings, which you'll see that coming up, and yes. I'm excited about but, yeah, you'll definitely see that. And they were definitely, you know, busy pumping out brews and mm-hmm. selling these bad boys. So, that's good, though. That means the community's... I mean, we're getting the out there until we all want. Right? Um, okay, yeah. so let's get to the... Yeah, sorry. Let's I get was to the nitty-gritty. Oh, <laughs> ASMR. Just a little... <laughs> and this, this is going to be... Equipment. Uh, like we said, Old Sheepdog Brewery has a beautiful New England IPA yes. that... We can. I can safely say that the rest of our pub crew likes, because the rest of the pub crew doesn't like IPAs like I like IPAs. So, <laughs> um, we do have here mango and cash. Mango and cash, which is an IPA, five point two percent. Um, 
Old Sheepdog did a great fucking job with this. All their uh, brews are great. Mm-hmm. I think my two favorite, well, it's kind of hard because they got two stouts there. But if I had to pick between the two, the Brujo that they got there, that Chipotle oh, yeah. chocolate stout that they got, so nice. Spice is just right at the end. And it's a nice little complimentary little mm-hmm. right at the end. And this one, I say it has to be my second because I'm not usually a big... Oh, my bad. I put that oh, over here. I'm not usually a big fan of IPAs like we've talked about. But this one's like... It's really good. It's really I mean, look at good. the color on that. Yeah. It's like a nice little orangish. Like, yeah. Like... It it looks really citrusy, but it's it's not and it's, actually, and it's mostly see through, but it is yeah. a little murky, which is I think beautiful. Yeah, I, I love really hazy IPAs and stuff like that. So seeing this is super nice. And also, we we did forget. Thank you to Jeffrey and Tasha for being part yes. of, of our, the event. Our uh, <laughs> our newest pub crew yeah. crewmates. Yes, and they've been the biggest help since they've. I mean, I'm I'm actually really happy that they jumped on like. Right, no questions. As, They're as, like, yeah, what do you need? Let's go. Let's do this. Yeah, they've just been so incredibly supportive this whole time. I I couldn't ask for more. And we owe we owe you guys a lot. And they, yeah, you'll see them on our live stream. And yeah, they participated, and that was a fun thing. Yeah, they had so fun. We fun. all had fun. Yeah. But uh, on that note, this one's for all y'all. Yeah. To the brewers, to our to friends, to good times. Good times. I don't want to fuck up the mic. Yeah. <laughs> it's right there. Cheers. That is nice. That is nice to wind down this event with. Yeah, and it, it doesn't taste as hoppy as no, other IPAs. No, not at all. It is a New England IPA, so mm-hmm. it, it definitely tastes a lot more citrusy. I, and I feel like it is just from the hops. Definitely. I don't even know if they put any citrus on here. I did. I didn't I don't, check. I'm. I think I'm confused because remember there was another IPA we tried at Blazing Tree, which that was the case. It yeah. tastes almost like a mimosa. Yeah. And they were like, "No, there is no citrus. It is yeah. just straight from the hops." Yeah. And I was like, "That is insane." I'm pretty sure. Same concept here. Mm-hmm. There is no citrus. It's that's just all from the hops. Yeah. Oh, and it's good. Yeah. Gus, if you want to come on and prove us wrong, you're more than welcome, buddy. You want to school us? Yeah. <laughs> I am more than willing to let you do that. Yeah. Because <laughs> you the man. All yeah. these all these owners, they're great. Dude, I know. Fernie was really cool. Sorry, Fernando. I'm gonna call you Fernie if that's cool. I'm sure you've been called that your whole life. <laughs> I'm sure I mean, we're talking about the guy that was like next interview, no shirt. Yeah. So I mean yeah. Evelyn was pretty amazing sure he's cool. as well. Uh, Evelyn, mm-hmm. oh man, I love that Evelyn had so much to say, and she was so yes, passionate, definitely. and she was, you know, the acting manager there, you know, like, definitely. the actual, like, person that's there every day, and mm-hmm. man, like, there was, she was so passionate about what she had to say that I was blown away. Yeah, even we talked to their uh, boy, Bruben, yeah. their brewmaster oh, there, oh, it's my yeah. boy right there. And also, I mean, to kick it off, Justin, that interview. Justin, I really regret yeah. doing it outside. Me too. But you know, it was been a lot of fun. You live and learn. Uh, yeah, we've been doing this first for... time doing that. So I mean, we're yeah. gonna learn from that. But it wasn't. I mean, it was a good experience. Yeah, and, and it wasn't terrible. Everyone had fun. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like quality wise, it wasn't terrible. Right. With <laughs> what we had in the circumstances, it was good, mm-hmm. and I feel I feel it was a success all around. Yeah. And this was this was a great event. And I'm glad we were able to help out with in any way that yeah. we could, and that these uh, local brewers here were so hospitable to you know what we what, like. Like they were literally rolling out the red carpet for us, being like, yeah. "What do you guys need?" I'm like, "We're we're here we just, for you." Yeah, we just need a couple <laughs> minutes of your time. Exactly. Like, I was like, "That's <laughs> like, all we want, we really." The thing, like, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't think I'd get this far. <laughs> 
but it was it was a great time all around. But uh, anyways, I know this is like I don't know our tenth time on this, so we just wanted to kind of start this episode by wrapping up that event. Yeah, because we want to make sure that you know you guys know that we're still going to support local, and you should too. Yeah, even after this event, like mm-hmm. keep going. Like don't like just let this be your uh, oh well I did my part no it'd be cool if you kept going yeah <laughs> like to any any of these local breweries going on here because they all need help they all need support and we're the only ones that are gonna give it to them like as a community yeah, as a we community. gotta help each other and they're doing their part to help where they can yeah so that's that's really cool yeah much like our new friends uh, six feet under. Yeah, shout out to Six yeah. Feet Under. Man, this whole first ten minutes is gonna be shout outs, and I'm super yeah, happy. Much. Yeah, I'm super happy. I'm not happy. mad about that because yeah. we, we've like this is like it's I said a, at the leg, last leg of this tour, and there's a lot that happened. So we got we got to give our thanks for it's due. Like yeah. we got to give all the shout outs we can right now. Save them right now so that way everyone knows. You mm-hmm. know, most stuff. But yeah, Six Feet Under. That's that's our next. Uh, Next episode coming up. Yeah, you guys are gonna see it, and it's a lot of fun. I that was so a much fun great, recording. great, uh, yeah. great crossover we did there. Yeah, I just love, I love the vibe. Um, they they were very conscious that people, you know, are afraid to drop their guards when they're on camera and stuff like that. Yeah. But for us, we it, we broke that in two minutes. Yeah, we were like, <laughs> nah, man. Like, I don't have much shame. No. I'll say whatever, and. He'll join in <laughs> without like skipping a heartbeat. So. Yeah, no, it's just literally like we—you've seen it. We'll just play off each other. And we had to let them know because they're—you could tell they're kind of like, I, "Oh, okay, that's fine." Two minutes in, it was nah, we're yeah. good. Pants are probably going to come off. Pants here. optional, strippers. Yep. <laughs> I mean, it, it was a great time. Uh, yeah, I, I, we look forward to work with them again. I mean, maybe we'll get them on the show mm-hmm. in the near future. Stay tuned for that. Yes, yes. Um. Yeah, I think we good on that. Yeah, I think we thanked anybody. If we forgot anybody, I'm so sorry. Right, yeah. Leave a comment if we forgot you. Yeah, like hate us forever. Uh-huh. <laughs> like do that thing where you, you put the thing on a dartboard, our faces, and then you oh, just start. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's fine. I'll get it. Yeah. But leave that in comments so we know. <laughs> yeah, it'd be cool. It'd be cool to see. Exactly. Um, sorry. <laughs> but what are we going to talk about today? What's going on? So yeah, with that out of the way, and then of course, Bruce... Uh, poured and we're ready to get the show on the road a few things i wanted to talk about that actually just happened around this time so it's just been a busy week for everyone i want to say yeah um so there was a big deep dive uh, investigation on uh cd project red for cyberpunk 2077 and i know everyone's probably tired of hearing about it if you've heard everything there is going on about it right now so i get it but at the same time this literally just happened, and it's crazy because everything that everyone thought was kind of rumored is sadly true. Which is, this game was rushed. Which spoilers, we all knew that. Yeah, I mean, you could it was tell. Apparent. Yeah, it was very apparent. But Bloomberg's uh, investigative reporter uh, Jason Trier, I I always forget how to pronounce that last name, but he does a lot of those big uh, investigative dives into these uh, these instances and stuff. And it's interesting that they picked you know, this particular topic of interest, because it's been in the news, like, not just in, like, the gaming culture, but just in the world, because yeah. of how big of a letdown it was. Granted, I did pick up a copy, 
a little bit down the road. Not immediately, because I canceled my yeah. pre-order, but I did get it cheaper, so That's that was good. my only thing. You ain't getting my money, CD Projekt Red. I don't fucking deal with that shit. It was one of those things where I, I was talking a shit show about it, right? That I was like, if I'm going to keep saying it, I have to... Yeah. I have to know, right? I can't go off of... And then I got it, and yes, it is pretty hard. to. It's yeah. a good story. There's a potential, and there's just so much in the way that just kills your momentum, it's and it's enough. bad. Yes, yeah. it's. I can't say it's a good game, and I've tried. And it's not only because it's like, oh, well, you're not convinced with the story, or you're just not having fun. No, if the game would cooperate, yeah. <laughs> I would have way more fun. Fallout 4 wasn't this bad. Do you think? Mm, mm, do you right? Think, do you think it's like a curse due to like them having a celebrity endorsement? Do you think it's a curse? Because a lot mean, of a lot of video games I with want, celebrity endorsements have. You're been not way. wrong. I feel that might be a thing. If there's a celebrity endorsement, red flag. Like immediate red flag. You're gonna want to wait. Don't yeah. pre-order. Let it come out. See what happens. Because there's a chance something may be wrong with it. Yeah. And. And that's like, trying to just cover it up. Yeah, that's super sad. <laughs> yeah, but what they actually found out was a lot. Like, they interviewed 20 current and former employees with the company on the development side. And realistically, they broke it down to where I'm just, you know, summarizing this whole thing. I'm not going to share the whole article. Go check them out on theirs. They they have the full report on that. Um, pretty much, this game realistically wasn't supposed to come out until 2022. And everything that's going to get released this year was supposed to be free DLC. But the already the PS4 to PS5 and then the Xbox One to Xbox Series X upgrade that was supposed to be free, that's already getting pushed back because now they have to address all the issues that have been going on. And that's that means the game wasn't ready, right? Yeah. That's, that's what that means, right? It's not a, oh, they're just going to include and fix it along the way. No, your game wasn't ready yeah, is game what was it was. Fucked. Yes, and then... On that note, like, I, I don't know, I think I told you about it, that there was a, an issue an, an issue at it at the beginning where there was a cop overload. Yeah. <laughs> the cops there were just spawning. I mean, I picked up the game after that, but I saw people tweeting about it, you know, posting about it, that um, the cop system that's implemented in this game, like GTA, they were just spawning like crazy and like ninjas. Like, you could just go down an alley, bam, one right in front of you, and you're... Where did he come from? They were just spawning. <laughs> come to find out, people were saying, oh, that was a bug that they patched out. Actually, it wasn't a bug. And the reason why it was so bad was that was a last-minute uh, sort feature? of feature. Yeah, if you want to call it a feature. Oh, okay. <laughs> that was a last-minute last change? Yeah, I guess if you want to call it that. Yeah. It's like, whatever you want to call it, last-minute feature that they added into the game right before launch. That's not always a good idea because that means it's a feature they didn't test. It was something that no one saw how it worked and then everyone saw how it worked all at once and it wasn't good. Yeah. And I think that was another issue as they were talking about during the development process. It was supposed to be a big open world game, right? That was yeah. kind of the RPG aspect of it. this is where it was going. But then they added GTA, you know, twists in there with the police, with the oh. mission, with the way it's all set. And yes, that's kind of how exactly it looks. But the driving sucks. Driving yeah, super clanky. Like, I my car's flipped for nothing, <laughs> and I don't know why. And it's happened That's many awesome. a times. Yes. So I switched to a motorcycle, which is way better. And that thing just, I don't know. Anytime I call it, just plows through traffic. And I'm not gonna question it because yeah. at least I still have the vehicle. But anyways, <laughs> yeah. Like 
that goes to show you that yeah, the development team's like, yeah, no, this game was completely rushed, and it's kind of out of their hands at that point when the company wants to say, well, release it. I know the finger wants to be pointed as well, fans demanded it, but as a company, you should know if your game isn't ready. I feel we've learned, we've seen this many, many times in the past. People don't like that. Yeah. I feel like it was just a big fuck up from everybody involved, yeah. both the fans and the company and the the people who were just worried about their money. Right, I definitely. feel like it was an amalgamation of all three of those things that just hit the fan at the same time, mm-hmm. and that's like... It took the game coming out to be like, okay, someone may have fucked up somewhere. Yeah, and I mean, nobody's going to accept the blame, so I'm blaming all of them. <laughs> oh, best part... Best part about all this, mm-hmm. or worst, depending on how you want to see it, the E3 demo they showed back in 2018, the big one that yeah. was like, oh, this is so hype because it's been in development. Yeah. Fake. I kind of guessed. Yeah. I mean, that's not the first time we've heard of that, too. What was the other, there was another big, uh, uh, the one that was supposed to kill uh, Destiny. Uh, oh, Anthem. Anthem, yeah. Which we all saw that turned out. Their demo was faked, yeah. too. Like, when that came out at E3, that demo was, they found out, was faked. Yeah. Cyberpunk was the same thing. It, yeah, it was a complete, it was a faked demo with CGI, and those were not, that wasn't in-game. That was just... Mm-hmm. That was all rendered differently, and yeah. you saw a lot of just CGI, so that's why it looked great. But when you see the final product, it's far from that. Yeah, and even if you play it on PC, I've heard that that's not as good. Yeah, it's definitely still not up to that quality. Granted, I'm playing on PS5, but still, yeah. even on the PC end... Layers of shit that you're putting <laughs> up with, exactly. depending on what system you're playing. Yeah, um, and that shouldn't be an issue like with the game like that makes no sense but yeah. i mean here I just, we are now i just think triple a developers have had it too good for too long uh, definitely like and if you want my we two need to cents, stop cutting them slack yeah if you want my <laughs> two cents on it yeah gaming development is hard when you have 50 million dollars to make a game and you can hire people who studied that shit and are good at their job you know there's so much that can go wrong and it's your guys's job to fix it and if you're getting paid for it, and if it's your living and stuff like that, I, I feel like there needs to be more of a push for everybody to accept individual responsibility and be like, no, this game's going to suck if we don't fix this. Yeah, you know, like, like, if there's issues, it's not a, let's release it and we'll release a patch one month in. Yeah. That that's not a finished game not even that day one patches like day. Oh, one. yeah, that's another thing. Like, day one you... patch. Cyberpunk had a day one patch that really didn't do much <laughs> yeah like I, i'm sick of downloading a game and then having to download a patch for that game on the first day it comes out yeah just because and I'm, I'm so sorry to the qa team like i'm not blaming you at all but i understand that you guys get the brunt of the attack you right. know like i know it's not your fault and like it sucks that they don't get heard or you know they just don't have the budget for it which is astounding because games cost so much money but, you know, like, it's all of these things where each individual person I know is doing their best, but as an amalgamation of people, like, you guys, like, as an industry, are somewhat fucking up. And mm-hmm. this goes out to a lot of different developers, um, both from, like, here in America to Europe and, like, Asia and stuff like that. Yeah. I feel like AAA developers have not gotten lazy, but they've gotten complacent yes, because they what, know that we'll yeah. buy the product. Yeah, if they put a celebrity endorsement with it, if they can release a fancy trailer demo that 
obviously isn't what you're going to get and convince you as the consumer to go buy this product, pre-order it, get the fancy editions of it. Yeah, they're going to feel completely okay doing that. Yeah. And that's sad. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, that's just where the industry is, I feel, like you said, on the AAA side. And we got to really pressure them now because we're not we shouldn't put up with that that's not okay because you got like some of these other like indie games that are out there that are great day one Mm -hmm. and they're from indie developers one of the best games of this year was hades exactly indie indie developers who just worked and polished the game like holy fuck it looks amazing it's and that's a great game and it even almost won an award like Mm -hmm. Holy crap, for an indie game that's big. Yeah, and you know what? I hate that. I hate that there's that disconnect where if you're not AAA, you're not going to get an award. Yeah. Like, that's, I hate... That's upsetting, because there's a lot of great indie games out there. Yeah, and I'm sorry. I, I Jeff Keighley is a, a, a great person. I only met him once at, at like, a convention, so I thought it was super funny. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, Which convention? Man, what? Which convention? I'm not going to say it. Oh, okay. <laughs> that was a long time ago. <laughs> I'll find out off camera. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. This is dumb. Yeah. <laughs> and um, you know, it, I just talked to him for like a minute. You know, it was just a meet and greet. It wasn't like a fucking like, hey, dude, what's up? How, what do you think about video games? But anyways, like, oh, okay, I definitely think that like his game awards, like, are so much more as part of like old media than it is as part of what we need as as a gaming industry. Yeah. Just because. You know, and Jeff Keighley, I know that you you and your group tried so hard to make a gaming awards, you know, on major channels and stuff like that. But I feel like that's not the way no. that most gamers operate. Like your everyday hardcore gamer. No. You know, they're too busy playing, you know. <laughs> you should have just, like, released it on, like, podcast form or, like, something through like YouTube that. or something like that. Yeah, not try and make it as mainstream yeah. and big as it is. Just to generate hype and, I assume, the money that would come in from that. But that's that's not doing the industry any favors, I feel. Yeah. And uh, it's just, it's hard to talk about it. Because there's so many moving parts in that, you know? Yeah. there's It's not really like you can put the blame at one person. Yeah. It's, it's not black and white. It's just it's not. It's just been a whole mess. And um, that's why I'm, I'm super glad that there's a lot more indie developers now that come up with so much more amazing stuff. Uh, it's really just been like a streamlined process. Like if you're an indie developer now, it is a hundred times easier than yeah, it is. Yeah, and that's why there's a lot more. And mm-hmm. that's not necessarily a bad thing. That's It's had a lot more good than bad, I No, yeah, I, I definitely think so. And I feel like that's bringing in, or it's going to usher in an era of new masterpieces. You know, yeah. like in the 90s, you had, you know freaking like doom and like mortal Kombat and stuff like that like those are yeah. small those are small companies back then and look where they are now exactly and i feel like that's what we need to look forward to now because some of these gigantic behemoths you know are starting to show their age and it's, you know it's this so dog ain't what she used to be yeah <laughs> as a whole you know yeah like, like i mean that's i'm sure everybody works hard individually and i'm not right. trying to knock anybody that that works in game development but i'm just saying as a whole when you're worried more about your bottom line than whether or not it's going to be a good game you know like that's got to be something you know yeah and it says a lot about the company yeah because i mean here we are with this product and I don't know what you want us to do with it. Mm-hmm. And if it's that we'll eventually fix it and we'll patch it out. Yeah. 
but you still had no problem charging everyone for this game. Yeah. So, granted, I know they did the whole refund thing, but it's like, you still did. I feel that's like too little too late. Yeah. Like, you already did it. I don't know what you're trying. And then they gave that big apology where it's like, I get it. You are trying to take responsibility, but yeah. at this point, it's you should have just it's waited. It's over with. It's like, over with. Yeah. yeah, the game's out there. It'll be in your clearance bin pretty soon. <laughs> Go get it then, I would assume, and then hopefully by then there's the patches. If they delayed the game two years, do you think it would have been called Cyberpunk 2079? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I think they would have had to at that point. They're like, ooh, getting close. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like, I feel like they would have had to do something yeah. like that. At that point... So we're talking, oh, I don't know if I mentioned this, but the game only, like, they found out was only development four years ago, instead of the eight that initially was announced, which that, that's... It kind of makes makes also think about, you know, this was probably in pre-production for four years. Yes. And only in production for four, which means that they had four years of just documents. Mm Mm-hmm. And, and then, then they were like, oh, okay, you know what? We'll actually get to work on it. Like, yeah, we'll do something The Witcher now. 3 is done. You know, yes, we, we finally... finished The Witcher 3 and we got our Netflix tie-in. Thank God. So let's go ahead and get right on that cyberpunk. Yeah. Now, let's start working on it. Mm-hmm. Five, four years later. And you know what? Like, if you're like, if, if you think you can do better, why don't you do it? Like, you know what? Maybe I will. <laughs> <laughs> so fucking... I'll be watching. Yeah. I'm not gonna... <laughs> no, yeah. Definitely. I'll be there going... Like, Whoa. I'm not saying any of this is easy. Wow. I'm not saying that game development, like, it's not something that anybody can pick up and do in a day. No. But I'm just saying, like, if I had the equipment for it at this point in time, I would definitely do some game development. Yeah, you'd be an indie developer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, you know, we'll see. Yeah. In these coming years. Tune in for that, folks. I'm yeah. Tune in we have, yeah, we have so much, so many projects. I know. It's, <laughs> it's fun, but at the same time, I'm like... Yeah, coffee and alcohol. That's mm-hmm. what gets me through my days. Oh yeah, me too. And um, sometimes speaking, at the same time, you know, since we've been talking about AAA games, and I know you mentioned earlier that this you know was a tr- uh, open world game. I know you also mentioned that you wanted to talk about those games specifically. Yeah. So another thing I wanted to talk about. Um, so I, I'm sure y'all remember Bioshock, right? It's a great series. Yeah. It's a fan favorite. A lot of people love it. I have a little little I thingy like right it. here from Bioshock. Oh, nice. Yeah. So, it's a good game. I like them. Even Infinite. Even though some people gave like mixed reviews on that one. But people are wondering, oh, what happened to Bioshock 4? Because that's been in the talks, and then it wasn't. But then it was, and now it still is. So that's good news. Yeah. They're actually still working on it, which that's good to hear. No trailers or anything like that, but the company has confirmed that they are so you know, working on developing the game. So that's good news for Bioshock fans. But they also mentioned at the same time that they're going for a Fallout uh, kind of Breath of the Wild open world experience for this game, for Bioshock 4. And I'm going to be blunt with you. I I feel kind of tired from open world games, and I love open world games. But when you start thinking everything needs an open world game, I, I feel something has to be said. <laughs> Does oh. Bioshock need an open world? That's the big question. If you're, okay, if you're referring to Bioshock series specifically, I definitely do. Honestly, I do think that they need to be very careful on how they go about it. Right. But I definitely feel that the Bioshock series as a Would whole benefit has this. always been the type of like, we're creating this amazing uh, world that you're okay. going to explore. 
So open world would make sense. Yeah, I feel like it would. Because their worlds are actually, like, engaging. Okay. Talking to you, Bethesda. though. <laughs> On the topic of open world games? Yeah. No, I'm sorry. No, like, I love Fallout New Vegas and 3, but, like, 4, man, like... And like even four. 3, and even 3. Like, I, I can't yeah. wander around in those games. Why? It's just, like, too much bullshit. Like... Okay. Like, I feel like I, like if I didn't have a map, I would have been lost, like, 30 minutes ago. Well, that's why you have a map. Yeah, I know, but I'm just saying. Like, there's no, there's no like, locales that I'm like, I'm going to remember Oh, that. okay, I, like, I, I see what you're saying. Like, as far now. as, okay. like, Fallout 4, there's, like, that rocket gas station that I yeah. remembered, and that's it. And it's, like, at the very, like, ass end of the map yeah. where you start. Yeah. And then everything else is going to happen. Everything else is either just, like, houses and yeah. shit. Or a like, vast wasteland. Yeah. Yeah. And like okay, that, I see what you're saying. Yeah, and that's that's going into something else that I wanted to talk about: open world games, which is that I can't stand them. But as far as um, as far as Bioshock goes, I definitely think that was the logical step to do, and I feel like they've been trying to do something like that with the way that Bioshock One was built, right? Building up to how Two was built, and then how Infinity had those like crazy like hand things right which was cool like that. but that that kind of tied more into the actual like gameplay itself because even though it was kind of more open it was still like you were on your own path yeah like it was kind of a a track that you were on there wasn't much you could do outside of that once you figured it out like even the ending and i think that's where people were mixed yeah. on it was you do end up seeing rapture which was great and you're like whoa this is crazy oh, spoilers but it's been out for a minute now yeah I haven't played it, but I don't feel the need to to go and play it just because I played one and two. Okay, this ties it like this is the it kind of brings it together, which oh, okay. that that's why it's like it's good. But then you don't really say anything else on top of that. And you're like, okay, so I guess is where people were getting with four was hopefully it'll go more into this, and I guess open worlds. I see your point would work, but what what I'm trying to get at is there's an open world everything now. Yeah, and that's why I said as far as if we're just talking specifically about the Bioshock series, oh, yeah. Yes, okay. If we're talking about the gaming series, the whole landscape, we don't need any fucking open world games at all. I love them, but I feel like that's that's already stacking on top of all the other ones I have to finish, Yeah. start, and, you know, try and work my way through. And it's like you said, not all of them have that kind of engaging map or environment yeah. that you're like... Oh, these are interesting landmarks. Oh, this is memorable. I could do that. And then some of them just, nah. Yeah. You're going to get lost because it's all grays. Hey, can I, mean, I was trying to think of a landmark for Fallout 3 this whole time, and I couldn't think of anything. There's that one building that's destroyed. You know the one. Oh, there's actually Megaton. There Megaton, that's like the only <laughs> That's the only thing that I remember. It's because there so was that's an, an atomic actual bomb. big yeah fucking landmark yeah. i feel fallout 4 has diamond city and you're like yeah yeah you're always gonna remember that and mm -hmm. i think from that point and it's exactly like that, megaton yeah it's it's, it's the layout of it is mm -hmm. pretty much megaton and then from there that's where you kind of draw your map is like oh north from here is this and yeah. south from here is this yeah. without looking at the map yeah but at the same time it's like yeah i see what you're saying but i mean like i think the best open world that i've played like all the way through was Breath of the Wild. Oh, man. That's a beautiful game. You know what's funny? I've never played it, but to counter that, my favorite that I've been playing mm -hmm. is Genshin Impact. Which has a lot of inspiration from... 
Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. it, like it's like the that's okay. Yeah. You know, like I like it. Yeah, but dude, I can't do the game loop of open world games anymore. Like, I don't. If there's no fast travel, and if there's no like, but all these places do have fast travel. Yeah, I guess so. So yeah. I'm like, all these. I can't think of one that doesn't, unless you're yeah. playing on like. Well, some of the fallouts. If you like the hardcore, yeah, you lose that. But yeah. at that point, it still was a feature in the game. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, that should say something about open world games. If you need fast travel options to to enjoy the game to its maximum capacity, just because you don't want to go back and forth and back and forth, like I feel like that should tell you something about the game loop. You know, like they should I, tell you something about your enjoyment of the game. I I disagree on that. And the reason why I disagree on that is because I'm I think of it from a completionist standpoint. Hmm. So, from an experience standpoint, yes, you're right. Why would you need fast travel points? Because yeah, you're gonna experience the game, which you should. But if you're trying to like, obviously, Breath of the Wild not included, but like Fallout and stuff, if you want some of those trophies, you're not gonna spend an extra twenty minutes getting from point A to point B trying to do the thing that's you know probably gonna bug out on you yeah <laughs> so you'd rather just have the convenient option of let me just fast travel there really quick yeah get it done and then get that thing you're trying to do because some of those i i platinum fallout for and there is one that literally took like eight hours because it requires bullshit on top of yeah. bullshit on top of bullshit that you hope the other bullshit didn't fuck up because you won't know until time yeah. has passed in game and then you have to reload. You have to have, yeah. like, so many saves. But I think we know that from and Bethesda. You see, and, like, that's the thing. I feel like it, it definitely depends on, on who, what kind of gamer you are. Right, and I'm I love not a, I'm not a completionist. I'm the type of person that's like, I'm going to play this game for as long as I enjoy it. And then I'm going to drop it like a bag of hot rocks because I'm not going to spend more time on this when I have to. Okay. If I don't find it entertaining anymore. <laughs> Fair enough. I mean, yeah, I haven't completed every game for that same reason. Like, there's yeah. some where I'm like, I'm going to do this. Because I'm like, I've enjoyed this so far. Let's go ahead and just complete it. Mm-hmm. And there's some where it's like, I just got through the story and it's, that's nice. We'll leave it there. Because yeah. I feel like we're going to kill any positivity I had off of this. Yeah. Going into the ending and well, we'll just take it. Yeah. But yeah, I guess that's the biggest question here, folks, is, well, one, two questions, right? That's like two questions. I think so. One. Do you feel Bioshock 4 needs the open world treatment? Which I feel like, yes, I can agree on that end. Because you're right, Rapture would be awesome to see in an actual open world aspect. But open world games in general, do you feel everything's kind of jumping on that train? Is that the hype train right now? No, it was the hype train 10 years ago. But now there's more and more still coming. (laughs) That's why I don't understand. Like, you're right on that. But now I'm seeing (laughs) more and more of it, you know? So I was like, so wait, we're... Are we just back on it? Or did it just finally come back around? It's because I think what developers are doing is that they get that sense of inflated pride. And I'm I'm getting... I'm being kind of rough on on game development this episode. But, you know. (laughs) I mean, we started with Cyberpunk. I felt like that's where this was going. Yeah. Um, I just think that... um... Oh, man. I lost my train of thought already. (laughs) (laughs) Take a drink. Yeah. (laughs) Pause for effect. Anything? Yeah, I think they just have an inflated go. sense of, of pride that it's like, well, open world is like the best thing we can do as a, as a development team. That'll show that we're great at video games. 
because you can go anywhere and you can do anything. Which, I mean, mm-hmm. there's truth to that, but at the same time, that's not always good. Yeah, I know. It's happened since the 2000s. Like, yeah. There was so many Grand Theft Auto clones. Oh, there was so man. many infamous clones. Anytime, you mean Cyberpunk? <laughs> anytime, <laughs> On any, the Grand Theft Auto. Anytime that there's a good open world game, you have to have 10 more that pop up a year later that are yeah. just like mediocre. That's true. Yeah. And I feel like it's becoming that now. Like, everybody wants to be like, oh, well, we're creating the next uh, big thing, so we're going to do open world, you know? Yeah, it's N- Nintendo did open world, and they did great. So it has to work yeah. for us. Rockstar's been doing to. open world, and they do great. It and just honestly, has that to actually work. doesn't have fast travel. It doesn't. Yeah, GTA Five. Yeah, no, it doesn't. Yeah, and you know what? Honestly, like their driving is actually sort of acceptable. Well, they've been doing it for what twenty years. Twenty years. <laughs> I would certainly hope they've only gotten better. Yeah. Oh yeah, because four <laughs> was a fucking travesty, dude. Oh my so god. So I'm like, after I twenty years, it. I fucking hope your driving yeah. would get better. Like, jeez, yeah. man. Like, I feel with the way Cyberpunk. I mean, I also going back to the topic. If they mm-hmm. developed, if well, they were isn't actually that open trying, world. Yes, and not necessarily good. Good. <laughs> that's yeah. That's on that point too, where it's like, well, yeah, and it's looking like a GTA thing, but it's like GTA with driver controllers. Oh, okay. I don't know if you remember the game Driver, that glorious yeah. driving game. Yeah, that I remember because drive. Driver Three was Driver with the E turned around to make it look like a. Th- I know, which right? I don't know how it got. Radical. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> Still. <laughs> But yeah, I don't know either. It's it's uh, that, that's what I'm getting at is yeah. Where what's your guys' take on this? Like, mm-hmm. leave a comment down below. Yeah. Where where do you stand on these open world games coming out? Granted, they've been coming out. Not obviously, it's not a new thing. But like on that note, it's okay. So who else are we gonna give this treatment yeah, to? I know. Definitely, I feel like my view is very jaded. Um, but just a little. Yeah, and I I do want to say that I I can. S- hear it i can hear myself talking and i know that it's jaded but i just yeah (laughs) i'm not gonna change but (laughs) (laughs) and i just want to like do a goddamn thing about it but yes i hear it (laughs) yeah and i realize that it's jaded but honestly i feel like it's i'm not the only one i feel like there should be a couple other people who are like no i'm kind of done with these games too just because oh i'm sure they're like the game loop of it it's just not rewarding the like there's no serotonin that's getting like (laughs) serotonin (laughs) yeah you're right serotonin right that's one of them okay just making sure i don't know that's probably the one is that the happy one that's probably the happy one i think that's a happy one i hope so if you're a nurse major or medical major please let me know that i'm wrong and i'm stupid Uh, (laughs) leave a comment down below yeah but those feel good um, things. <laughs> things. <laughs> the happy juice that yeah, goes into the brain exactly. when the feelings connect and they yeah. make me feel things. That's the yeah. one. Yeah, and I don't, like open world games don't give me that. The last one that I tried to play was Spider Man, and I oh, got good, like sixty percent through, and I was like, Nah, I'm cool. Yeah, yeah, just done. Yeah, I was like, wow. I haven't played Miles Morales, but I want to play Miles Morales. I got. I'm like, okay, I swung throughout the whole city. I'm done. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I was just... I mean, obviously, I, I'm i more prone to, like, open world games. I mean, I always talk mm-hmm. about Dark Souls, the Soul series, all those games. So yeah. I like them, but it, I think it says something when we're getting to the point where even I have to question, like, that's another? 
another open world? Like, mm-hmm. okay, I guess. But then I'm like, where, where are we going with this? Um, with every yeah. other game that's going to be developed going forward? Is that just put an open world tag on it? Let's yeah. go. I don't know. Man, I just honestly think it is. Because if you think about what the opposite of that would be, it would just be like rail shooters or like rail games that you're just on. You could just be a story driven game. On rails. Like, that's, I'm just saying. Like, oh, that's what you mean. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like, like looking at, like, what the opposite spectrum of that is, if it's not right. open world, of course it's going to be story driven. And if it's story driven and you're putting all your eggs in that basket, that like, your story's going to be great, like, 80% of the time it might work. Yeah, I was about to say, I've seen it work most of the time. Yeah. Granted, I've seen where it doesn't. But mm-hmm. I think that might be because of the story. It's like you said. Yeah. You put your eggs in the basket, and if you have that ending that is just, what the fuck, that's where you fell short. Yeah. Like, uh, like I'm going to bring up the example of Mass Effect. Like, the first Mass Effect is so boring, but I stuck with it. Cause Did I was... you go through all three? No. <laughs> you stopped would, at one? Yeah, why would I do that? I don't Did you play the... I, don't <laughs> I, know. Know. I played Mass Effect 2. That's what I, I wanted to say. Oh, that, my that, bad. Um, Mass Effect 1 was so boring to me, especially because of all those elevator scenes that you had to wait through. And yeah. I realized that it, it was just them telling you like stuff that happened in the game and sort of recapping shit like that. Right. But I was like, man, why can't I do this and also walk somewhere? <laughs> Get somewhere. <laughs> and that's like 2 made that so much more better. And like I feel like... That should be the the thing where if you are going open world, if you are trying to do a way more open area type of of deal, um, you need to make sure that it's engaging. <laughs> I mean, that's all you really got going for yeah. you, right? At that point, so mm-hmm. yeah, like I said, leave a comment down there. Let yeah. us know what you. Yeah, we talk about this a lot. We have very uh, lengthy uh, <laughs> opinions. Opinions that we're only defending to ourselves. Yeah. Until you comment, and then, yeah, we'll then see. we'll let you know how we feel. Well, I mean, I already know how we feel, but let us know how you feel. And then we'll let yeah. you know how we feel about that. I'm not ashamed mm-hmm. to say my feelings got hurt. I am. I am. Just a little bit. Yeah. Um, What else we got, Vic? Yeah. I mean, honestly, the only thing I wanted to mention is that like gamer food is in trouble and there's been like a huge recall for like hot pockets and i think that was the most hilarious. oh is that what you mean by gamer food? Y- gamer food yeah i thought there was like a legit like gamer food brand i, I was know. like is that like fish I food that, for I gamers want i want that it's a little, can just little make, pack of nutrients we can sh- yeah like a protein <laughs> shake but for gamers yeah we don't steal my idea <laughs> no, i'm just kidding I, wait I think that are easy. Yeah, I know. I'm pretty sure it does. I'm like, hold that's on. That's the joke. That's yeah. Got you. Okay. Yeah, I was thinking, <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> no, yeah, it's called G Fuel. Oh yeah. Okay. I, like, I, I swear, we're, we're not sponsored. <laughs> G Fuel, reach out to us. Yeah. You let us know, and I mean, I'll sell out. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I just thought it was funny. Like, whenever I see a recall for food, I'm like, how bad is it? You know? Yeah. It's it's always like a. Hold on. As, yeah. you're, as you're eating said food, and you're just... Because uh, Hot Pockets isn't, like, healthier, and it's not good for you at all. Even when they put, like, the Lean Pockets, yeah. or they put, like, the wheat the wheat bread ones, you're like, this is still probably not your only food source you should have for the day. Yeah, You should exactly. probably get some real food in you, because I understand if you're on the go and you need a snack, 
yeah, why not, right? But I wouldn't yeah. make this your source of uh, nutrients for the day, kids. And but be like, let if, me get another th- hot pocket. If no. that shit is getting recalled, like you just gotta wonder how bad that shit was. Like, yeah, <laughs> I mean, that's that's crazy to think. Like, what else was getting recalled? Like, was it just specifically hot pockets? Did they fuck with my bagel bites? Is what I'm asking. I need oh. to know, because then I'm gonna panic. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. ready. Bagel bites. I think bagel bites are fine. I feel like that's one step ab- above. Thank you. Hot pockets, no problem. I feel like <laughs> it definitely goes like hot pockets at the bottom, <laughs> right? And then bagel bites, like right. Where, above where do you put your pizza rolls in there? Where do you? Put I would your put it in. Be- I would put it in between. <laughs> yeah, right. That's yeah. such a good like. Like bagel bites are the top, just because yeah, they taste way better when you do oh, you put the, them in the oven. In the oven. Yeah. Oh my god, that's what I love. Like they get that nice crisp, and you're yeah. like, man. Bagel bites are just the like, shit. These are, sna- these are good snackos. And mm-hmm. yeah, like, uh, those fucking ravioli. The pizza rolls? The, the fried the, the ravioli. <laughs> the, the toast, toasty toes? Yeah. We're not sponsored, so we, We're can't, not. Talk, we can't drop be dropping these names. Uh, no, just well, bagel bites is already the thing itself. Yeah, you're right. But I don't know how else I would have described yeah. it to you. It's a pizza-like <laughs> snack on a bagel that's usually bite-sized. Yeah, that, w- that works. Damn it. <laughs> Cut all that out. Put that yeah. in. Put that really long thing over yeah. everything else I just said. Yeah. But honestly, like, I, I feel like I haven't had Hot Pockets since I was, like, a broke college student. I mean, I'm yeah. still broke, but I'm just not a college student. <laughs> well, one thing changed. Mm-hmm. And it's not my, uh... Oh. <laughs> but yeah, I just... I I feel like it's, it's fucking hilarious. And, like, I don't even know, like... I don't even know what I snack on anymore. Like, as I'm getting older, like, you sort of move away from all of that fucking, like, greasy food while you're playing. Because you're like, no, I got to yeah, keep I don't this wanna, clean. Yeah, I don't want to. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. Or you keep, like, a stack of napkins because then we're just like, when you are waiting and then you're. Yeah. <laughs> and then you're like, it doesn't come off. And then you have to get up and yeah. go wash your hands because you made the choice. Yeah, honestly. Do you fuck up your controller or do you make your team wait? Yeah. Like, for me, like, I love snacking on, like, like dried fruit. And I know it sounds weird. but that like weird. But, like, dried fruit, like, banana chips, stuff like that. Okay. Like, that's that's my type of, like, snackos when I'm gaming. Because, like, I I don't do, like, bagel bites anymore or anything like that. Just because, like... That's once in a while for me. Because yeah. I don't buy them all the time. But they'll be, like, sometimes I go to the store and I'm like... Maybe this weekend. Yeah. <laughs> You've yeah. earned it. Yeah. Like, You've earned when it. you get older, it's like... <laughs> Man, like this has a twenty percent chance of making my stomach feel bad. <laughs> it's been a few weeks. Let's go down this rabbit hole again. Now I usually yeah. snack on like I love I love jerky, like beef. Oh, jerky that's and stuff good. Like that. yeah. yeah. So I mean, uh, just different ones. I mean, yeah, I'll do Slim Jim from time to time. Yeah, dried but anything do... is a good snack. Yeah, definitely. That's so... just dried meats. Yeah, that's all. It is. Yeah, so definitely. Like, that's why when you're like dried from it, that's not weird. Yeah, <laughs> I I get it. Like I do jerky, which is dried meat. And yeah, that's fucking great. Or I'll do like the uh, I'll do pork rinds. Oh, nice. like the chicharrones. I'll do those yeah. while yeah. we're gaming. So because they're not as bad. I yeah, feel. they're they're kind of more manageable. I want to know. I want to know what like the the people snack on. That's why. Yeah, that's why I brought it up because I'm like I want to know what your gamer food is. And if it's hot pockets, please take note of that. Go look up that recall because yeah. that's that's a little concerning. Like if that's something you eat or you know someone eats, like give them a heads up. Like, hey, they just recalled a whole bunch of this shit because <laughs> yeah. that's that's a little uh, like. I, I know I know a couple of people who like snack on a lot of like nuts. Nuts. Yeah. 
That's okay. I haven't, like, I, peanuts, I, I've, I've kind of gone know. away from that, though. Yeah, me too. But I feel like, it, I think it's funny because it's like a super salty snack, you know? Like, yeah. you're, you're already salty from the game. Why would you? <laughs> Why would you, you want to add to this? You're already adding enough salt. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. But yeah, let us know in the comments below. What yeah, do you guys snack on? What's curious. your go-to like gaming snack or just snack in general? What What do you go for? And where do you stand on the bagel bites? <laughs> yeah, where do you put bagel bites? Whoa, what? hold on. <laughs> on in I the mean, list. Like, in the list. list. Yeah. Please. <laughs> hold on. I don't think we want those answers. <laughs> I don't know that. DM me. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I was like, on that note, we have a DM. <laughs> yeah. Please. Send us that. Yeah. Our social wizard is going to see all of those. <laughs> oh, we should let her know. Yeah. We should give her the heads up of what we just did. By the way, you might get some shit. That's our fault. So heads up. Mm-hmm. We need you to sign some forms. Yeah. <laughs> We're not liable. Yeah. But, uh... Oh, damn, I was going to say something. I forgot. Pause for effect. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, uh, one last thing I wanted to bring up. And this is on, uh... This is actually one of the stories we covered before. Um, about the great Capcom leak of 2020. Ooh. Oh, yeah. The really sad one that you told me after telling me all Street Fighter 6s. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Go watch that one, folks, if you haven't. Yeah. The Street Fighter 6 is coming with Champion Edition. Yeah, and Arcade Edition. <laughs> all in the same year. Well, no. No, it was a year and a half. After. It was like a year and a half. Yeah. But, I mean, that's the Capcom formula, isn't it? Yeah. Fucking Capcom. But I got the, uh... The actual numbers here. So what actually they've found so far that Capcom's given out release, of course, no confirming or denying those games that came out on that list. But what they did confirm was at least a terabyte's worth of information was stolen. Damn. In this cyber attack to them. So what they found mainly was was user information, unfortunately, but a lot of on the employees and higher ups too, which that's Damn. crazy that yeah. they're all just in the same thing. Fight the power. <clears throat> right? And then, I think, from what I read, that uh, no credit card information got stolen, which is good. So That's no good. financial. Yeah. There's a nice silver lining there, at least. Right. So there's there's some relief to you that, you know, if you've done, like, if you've had information on the Capcom store, yeah, <clears throat> and you've purchased something like, oh, is my info stolen? Apparently not. As far as Capcom's release so far is, uh, the number is... Don't you close off on me. 16,406 people. Cum cumulative. That's one of those words I have trouble with. Yeah. Total since investigation began, which was 16,415 people. Cumulative? I thought it was cumulative. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, sorry. Keep going. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> but not in this particular instance. It's only in the right context can you use it. I know English. Business partners and... You know, people of the like were three thousand two hundred forty-eight people, and at least one of the following name, address, phone number, email address, etc., which was former employees and related parties, being nine thousand one hundred sixty-four. At least one of the HR following, which is HR information, was three thousand nine hundred ninety-four people, and they did get personal information from them, which was email addresses and more of those information pertaining to them. So, from what it looks like, it was mainly directed at 
the company as a whole. Yeah, that's kind of scary because I know we were right? talking about this, but that like the more that we talk about it, and the, like now that you're mentioning the actual numbers, it definitely seems more of a targeted attack towards Capcom itself. Exactly, because Capcom, even in the same statement when they released what information was breached, they did confirm that no credit card information got stolen. Which, like we said, that's the silver that's lining in all. Super this. surprising, by the way. Can we? Right? Like, can we just say like that's a big tell on what they were really after? Yeah, that that to me that that's why I wanted to bring it up. That sheds some light on this in the sense that when we were talking about it before, it seemed like a, I mean, it was a serious situation, but it was kind of a jab at them though that they did get that gaming info. Yeah. Which was these games, and that's where it was like, oh, it could be real because it's Capcom, but who knows? But the fact that this other info was on the same hard drive that got hacked was all employee information mm-hmm. and all like reps like business partners which yeah. means these are people they're working with capcom and other entities and hrs which means there's a whole crew here crews possibly and all their personal their personal being uh, obviously not financial but as far as home addresses emails mm-hmm. and stuff of the like of specifically employees and that's the scary part is that means this was a specific attack yeah they knew where they were going and they knew what they wanted yeah and man that's that's scary to think about yeah i feel like if it was just another breach and they got credit card information and they just stole that it would be like okay so they were just after the money we got it yeah we know what they wanted that's fine Mm -hmm. but for them to be like no this is about the games that you've been putting out, or this is and about the something people specifically. It. Yeah, this is about something specifically that happened. Like they have an agenda that, like, no, this is because we think X sucks, or we think not Mega Man X. I know that's Capcom, but like, uh, I didn't mean okay. that. I yeah. know what you're doing. You're using X as the example. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I was blank, like, yeah, oh. blank. So, like this is because of blank. Like there's got to be a reason why, and there's got to be a group of people who have that. And, uh, like, I know how bad, like, keyboard warriors are. Right. And, like, I know how passionate they can be. And I'm using that word because that's how I feel that they see, like, the stuff that they love. Like, they have such passion for it that they're willing to go through these lengths to actually do something malignous, you know? Like, towards the people who are making it who are just trying to do their best. Um, see now we're def- now I'm defending the gaming industry. See I'm I'm playing both sides. You see we brought that right at the so, end. So I always come back. Right so come on, I always come out on top. Yeah. I'm just protecting both sides. Playing both sides. Yeah, but you know, like that's scary to think about. Like if that mm-hmm. happened to me, like if somebody would like go into all of my social media and go into all of this stuff and like not steal any of my bank information but they took personal because you know they would have gotten your personal but they took nothing else yeah that's a little alarming that would have freaked me out more than if they just took all my money right and that's all those six dollars and it's crazy (laughs) that they're saying like it was a specific drive with worth like a terabyte worth of data is what they said and this was all in the same drive so that's what's leading me to believe that list that potential leaked list is probably more valid than we think because if you think about the number of people that were on there, the you know the list of excuse me employees, former and current, with HR, business, you know companies that are they're working with, that's like teams. Those mm-hmm. are teams that are people that are set up working on projects. Yeah. Granted, some of these probably all lined up together anyway, so they're probably working on multiples on one. Mm-hmm. So that all kind of adds up. 
And it's the fact that, like I said, I know we're going to keep drilling this in, but it's only because I, I, I think we're trying to get the importance of this is a little more serious than we thought, that this was specifically targeted to employees. And who knows what that means? Yeah. Capcom has given anything more than that. Like, because I'm sure they don't even really know yeah. yet. Honestly, I would be very surprised if we received any other information after this. Mm-hmm. Because now that it, it seems like it, it is a targeted attack, at least towards the employees, um, I know definitely law enforcement is going to look at this differently. And, you know, they're definitely not going to want to release any of that information for yeah. various reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, the yeah, obviously safety, because now who knows... Who knows what the attacking party did and what they wanted and did they get it is the question. Until we find out what group of people did this, I don't think that... Yeah, I was trying to go back and I don't think they said who did. Yeah, because no, like, famous hacking group has taken responsibility. Nope. And, you know, that's kind of awkward because, uh, and I'm sorry to say, but a lot of hackers are very, uh, I don't want to say, like, pompous, but they're very proud of their work. No, no, definitely. Like, if there's something like this, like, there's hacking groups that would definitely just take credit for yeah, it. Yeah, because why wouldn't they're, you? They're proud of their work, and you mm-hmm. know that's that's completely in a gray area. You know, I can't say that that's good, but if you're good at something, hey, you know, right? <laughs> that's what I'm saying. It has to be something on that level, just because of what they got. Mm-hmm. It was oddly too specific to be like. Oh, they just went in and got the first thing they did. And like, no, that seemed like they knew where they were going and mm-hmm. they got it. Yeah. And the fact that they left all financial information behind. Yeah, that's that's very. There was that means they weren't looking to gain anything from it. Yeah. Nothing on that level, at least. Yeah, that's super sketchy. Yeah. So, uh, I just wanted to follow up on that since I read up on that this past week as well. That little more uh, mm-hmm. details into a story we talked about. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I can, so that's all I got. Yeah, and I can do a small follow-up. Uh, I played Yoru on Valorant, the new guy that we talked about. Oh, yeah, about. yeah. He's really fun. Is he? Yeah. He's is, he as, is he as messed up as you thought he's he was going to He's stupidly fun. Oh, okay. Like, if you're playing against him, it can be frustrating. Um, I, I, I think that's with most new things, yeah, right? Yeah, because, you know, you learn to to counter people the more that you play against them. So at the beginning, I was I was a little bit frustrated until I unlocked the guy. And then I was like, you know what? I get it. Like, this shit is fun. <laughs> yeah, I see why people are doing this. I yeah. get it. Yeah. I'm sure people will find a counter. He's yeah. just a new guy. And he doesn't seem that overpowered, to be honest, just because his teleport actually takes, like, it has a cast time. And that's that's gotcha. the one thing that they did to to counteract, like, the OP-ness that seemed on paper for this for this guy. Yeah, they didn't have a counter. I yeah. remember them saying there was a counter on it, but in-game he actually does. So that kind of... Yeah. That does balance it a bit. Mm-hmm. You can't be overpowered because Yeah, of it. he can't automatically like teleport. He, Which is good. He has to set up where he wants to teleport and then he has like a half a second cast time and you can get shot in that half a second because gotcha. you can't have your gun out because you're teleporting. Right. So oh, yeah. okay. So I see. That that kind of makes sense. So yeah. he's kind of balanced yeah. for the most part until someone figures some bullshit out. And the footsteps thing wasn't that huge of a deal. Honestly, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. It's yeah. a thing to throw off players, right? Yeah. I thought it would be a huge deal, and I feel like in more competitive scenes, like making fakes would be a whole lot more apparent. Right. But when I've been playing with on like random pe- with random people online, you know, it's usually just to fake that you're going to 
rush something really quick or something like that. Mm. And um, most of the time, it still comes down to your aim versus their aim, you know? Yeah, in like, those types of games, that's, that's like the big thing. Yeah. Is if your aim's shit, and even if you had the upper hand, if your aim was shit, mm-hmm. you're probably going to lose that fight still. <laughs> yeah, and um, I don't know if they did any hot fixes for, for him. I haven't checked any of like, the patch notes, but he, he was pretty fun. That's and, cool to know. Yeah, like... Hey, I'm a PvP guy, so it's nice to have, like, characters that are, like, super fun. Because he's Japanese and stuff like that. Right. And, like, just, like, I love, um, like, champion character-driven PvP where you get to pick somebody that you like or, you know, something like that. Like, their personality vibes with you, stuff like that. Like their story, right? Yeah. Because they all got a story, right? Yeah. Yeah. That that's always cool too when you can vibe with them on that and then like that's what makes you want to play that character more. Yeah. When their style's cool and then you know them as a character and you're like, yeah, I definitely like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's all I have to say as far as updates on news that we did. <laughs> Yours was a lot more serious. Mine was just I had fun. Well, that's cool. I mean, yeah, we're, we're following up on shit we've talked about, so that's cool. Yeah. I, and then I forgot, so that was good to know when you mentioned it. I was like, oh, I forgot. Yeah, we talked yeah. about it. That's dope. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool to actually hear something about it, because now we know you got feedback from us on something. Yeah. And honestly, like, if you like competitive shooters and you haven't played Valorant, like... Go ahead and, like, it might, if you mostly play on consoles, you do have to go over to PC, and I know that can be daunting, but Valorant would be the perfect game to go and transition from console to PC, specifically for the fact that Valorant is very dependent on your movement when it comes to accuracy. Okay. So, if you're the type of person who's getting used to keyboard and mouse, you don't have to move while you're shooting. So, you can focus on just shooting, you know? Got you. Like, because standing still... I think that's a selling point, though. That's actually a good selling point, Mm -hmm. because I know a lot of people who have a hard time with that transition yeah going from mouse to keyboard yeah especially because they see clips of like call of duty on pc or they see clips of apex legends on or cs counter-strike yeah (laughs) and counter-strike is you can't you can't put that that's like in a league of its own yeah but and it's it's specifically because of a certain thing and i'm gonna drop a little knowledge oh it's because hearing it yeah it's because in and uh counter-strike there's a thing called counter-strafing so Uh, you're, you're sort of ramping up to move to one side, and if you, let's say you're pressing D to move right. Okay. And if you press A to move left, it actually stops your momentum faster than it would if it ju- if you just let go of the key, of the D key, when and you were moving left. right. Yeah. So, no, like, let's say you're moving right, if you were to just release the key, it would take more time than if you pressed A to counter strafe, sort of just to counter that momentum so you stop faster if you press like the side opposite of where you're going first yeah and then let go yeah yeah so it's um not every game does that no i don't think any other game valorant doesn't do that valorant if i'm trying to think of another game that does that i'm like i don't think any other valorant speed as far as whether you're you just let go of where you're going or if you press the the button opposite of it you'll stop at the same time Huh. So it, it that's why like it gets a lot of flack for being more of a casual uh, game, but it's still very competitive, and it still has enough in the game. Like the meat and bones of the game is enough 
uh, for like at least me to keep going back to it over gotcha. and over again because with the whole adding of agents and champs and, and stuff like that, like comps are different, you know, like the meta right. is different, you know, it's, it's it's different stuff like that, and you get to meet those people who are specialist at a certain uh, character, you know, and uh, and Valorant, yeah, okay, and even that, like, and that's what I like about a lot of PvP games that have characters like that, like Apex Legends and stuff like that. Yeah, because I know they have like, yeah. are, are they still considered champions at that point? They're called legends. Legends. Yeah. Okay. Well, either way, the name, right? Yeah. Either way, Jeez. characters. I see my way out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's, you know, that's 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 all I wanted to say uh, on that. I just. You know, it's it's those small little knowledge things that make Counter Strike that much more daunting to learn than Valorant because right. there's all those little things. Yeah, I know Counter Strike is way more technical. I feel. Yeah. Like, cause I've heard, I've seen it, and I have it downloaded. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just like, I see a whole bunch of shit on it, and the way it works, and I'm just like, mm-hmm. okay, this is a different it's PvP. Super it's a crazy. different beast. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know if I want to do that. I mean, I might, I might try it because I mean, if I go in there, as I am now, I can't be any worse, right? Yeah, dude, <laughs> I would love to do a series where we like bring you into PC gaming because I know you mostly play I on got, PS5, right? And I got that, but I mean, I also have a PC. I just don't really play on yeah. it. But believe you me, I have games fucking downloaded that yeah. I either played long ago or ones that I got and just I'm like, yeah, they're sitting there. <laughs> We'll like Counter Strike, I'm like it's there. Yeah, we'll call it PC Master Haze. Master Haze, because <laughs> we're like hazing you into doing PC stuff. <laughs> I don't know. I Drop can tell it. Cynthia, and she'll make like yeah. I can already see an artwork going on. Just, just, <laughs> if you can think of a better title for our series where I bring him into PC gaming, leave it down below. <laughs> I'm down for that, and yes, but I'm I'm okay with that one. But yes, let's see what you guys got to say on that. And I just thought of something, Vic, before we wrap the show, because I'm wrapping it up right now. Yes, we didn't scale this one. Oh, you're right. We didn't scale it. Now that we're like two beers in, yeah. <laughs> if it makes you feel any worse. I haven't okay. I haven't been doing any of the graphics. <laughs> so when it comes to like the thing I I'm doing it for the 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 one that's coming out this week. But like for half of them I didn't do. It. <laughs> okay. But if we are going to scale this, I feel like we should scale we could this. We just give it a rating though at the least. Yeah, graphic need, or not. We need a potential s- graphic here yeah. or here um, or here. A pie chart yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is how much I enjoy this compared this how to how I much I was <laughs> I was indifferent about yeah. it <laughs> um, oh man what will be our rating system for the evening well this is an IPA right yeah but it's not like other IPAs right mm-hmm. so would you would you want to put some sort of hop scale to it like from uh, Officer Judy hops to um, uh, Thumper from Bambi. Do <laughs> 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 you like how I got that? Yeah. Did you, did you, I, I bet I, you didn't see me going no. there, right? <laughs> and I will rate this the White Rabbit from Alice in Wonderland. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> I like that. I feel like I have places to go when I drink this. Yeah, and you're all and you're running late. Yeah, and uh, running that's late. that's you know I got to give it the White Rabbit too because that's that's our like thing here. We're Always running late, mm-hmm. but we're there. <laughs> yeah, we make it. We make it, but we will be late. Yeah, and that's 
not by design. We will try to be there on time, and yeah. just, it just doesn't. <laughs> but we try. But we're always running late. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's the hop up. that I'm giving it. That's the I gotta give it that hop too. That's pretty hoppy. Yeah, that's very hoppy. That's that's not thumper. Yeah, but that's that's up there though. Yeah, because I feel thumper's the highest. No, yeah, definitely. That's pretty fucking hoppy. <laughs> But like that's why I was like Officer Judy hops, yeah. which I feel is pretty. Dude, pretty I was sad. like, I, don't, I can't, I can't think of any hop names off the top of my head right now. <laughs> like, you put me on the spot. <laughs> so I took it. I was like, I'm gonna put rabbits in this. <laughs> the hoppiest. Yeah, of so, hops. Yeah. But all right. And with that, folks, I hope you liked that because I enjoyed coming up with that. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Let us know what you thought about this episode somewhere in the comments below. Leave a like, mm-hmm. as always, and share this with your friends. Yes, and now we have an actual full-fledged Instagram. We have a full-fledged right. Twitter. We still have our Facebook, Synergy. which we will drop down below. We'll put all those links down there. We got all our social medias up and running now, and we have our social media wizard, who's managing mm-hmm. that beautifully. Yeah, thank you, Tasha. Thank you so much. And, and we gotta give we gotta give her boy Jeffrey. Yeah, we gotta give him a shout out too because yeah. he's he's moral, moral support. support and he's he's doing a damn good job. <laughs> it's a great it's the great title to have. Honestly. I know. I'm like, you know what? He's doing just that. He's great. Mm-hmm. He helps out where he can. And I love that. Yeah. So I'm like, yes, to our team. But yes, uh, check out our social medias. You know, we're gonna post everything there. Obviously, when everything launches, so you can check it out yeah. there too. And yeah, yeah. share it. And let us give, leave us comments there. Talk to us there. We are more than willing to talk yeah. to you. Are you kidding me? I, I make sure to put that it's me on the comments and stuff when I reply. Oh, so I don't. If, if it's not, uh, <laughs> so if I'm you, like, oh, if you don't see a signature, it's <laughs> either me. Ryan or Tasha. Yeah. If you see Vic, it's me. Unless like, I just realized that too. I was yeah. Like, oh shit. <laughs> no, yeah. I, I make sure I make sure to tell people it's me, just because we do love people who reach out. Honestly, we're trying to do something that's just us you know having a couple drinks talking about what we love to try to reach people who also want to maybe have a drink and listen to stuff that they love you mm-hmm. know <laughs> and i feel like we've done we've accomplished a lot of that in this past mm-hmm. week oh yeah definitely so i mean look forward to all that folks and we're definitely looking forward to more bigger things out there that's going on and more projects we got going mm-hmm. on and any other events and stuff like that So keep in touch with us, and as always, cheers. Oh, yeah. Cheers. I thought you were going to say rock on. I did, like, the whole devil horn. Where did you even... And rock on! rock on. I don't have my lighter. (laughs) Damn it. Oh! (laughs) Check the stream for that. Check the stream for that reference. I was like, I don't have my lighter this time. (laughs) Thank you for joining us, guys. Take care. See you all next time. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> I'm just gonna... <laughs> It'll fade out.